our sponsors. The Finkley Experience, an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education and which prepares high school students for college. For more information, visit their website at thefinkleyexperience.com. Father to Father Incorporated, a nonprofit organization that strengthens families through father engagement with a goal to help men in our communities to be great dads. For more information, visit their website, fathertofatherinc.org. Ablaze Entertainment. The goal of Ablaze is to take emerging artists and develop them to the next level of their career. For more information, visit their website at ablazeentertainment.net. Thank you. And you will see. What's good? It's Bashawn Mitchell, gospel recording artist, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. Keep it locked. You will see the goodness of the Lord. Hey, did you get your merch yet? You know, Michael Finkley merch. Visit our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com and click Finkley Store. You won't be disappointed, I'm telling you. Mm, that's good. On the next Michael Finkley, Arthur, director, artist, Sofia Diaz is with us. She chats with us about her major projects and her up and coming film. Next Finkley. to the Michael Feekley show. Now, y'all, my next guest, I'm telling you, when I came in contact with this individual, this individual is very much so a creative being. Arthur, singer, producer, fashion icon, producer, and the list continues. And I'm sure that she's going to cover all of this as we talk. I promise you, Fink fam. She is Sophia Diaz. How are you? Michael Feekley, thank you very much for having me. I'm beyond excited and um, grateful for being here. Uh, you're so welcome. I'm grateful that you're here as well. I must say, when we started talking on the phone, Sophia, your accent is just, oh, it's so amazing. I love accents, by the way. Your accent is just, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and it goes within your creative being. So again, we listed some of the things that you were, you have done. And I know that some things you, we haven't mentioned as of yet, because again, you're still creating. How did you, when did you find your creative side? Um, I would say at a very early age, my mother was a clothier. And when we would return home from boarding school for holidays, um, we we weren't poor, poor, but we weren't rich either. So my mom would um, have her sewing machine in the kitchen and she would stitch, um, you know, sew clothes for our neighbors and so on and so forth. So putting things together and, you know, using the sewing machine, um, I was doing that at the age of 12 or 13. Wow. Wow. And and you have continued, <laughs> you have continued into the person we see today. So how would you, how would you define what you do? Because you do so much and you've accomplished so much. 
How would you define your creative side? I would say that it is um, it's a blessing from God. Um, I praise God every single day for the life that he has given me. Um, culinary came into my life as an accident. Um, growing up, everything that we ate at my parents' home came from a can. So my mom couldn't cook, but she was a fantastic clothier. And my cat has decided to come on the interview. And um, and um, it, so I started saving all of the money that I would get and started buying culinary courses in France and Switzerland and Germany, in India and China. At a very early age, I even uh, studied the, at Le Cordon Bleu Hair in Chicago for a short while. <laughs> it's a lot of money, Michael, <laughs> learning culinary schools in Italy and, you know, Greek. It's it's a lot of money to travel. It's, um, you know, you're paying for the skill, essentially. Definitely. But you, you do it so well. And you look good doing it, too. You do. What keeps you motivated? Because, again, you know, being this this mogul that you are in your in your own being what keeps sophia going um what keeps me motivated and really going is humility i find being humble humility is the core essential core for me because without humility you know there is no life and uh, being humble keeps me going and achieving the things that i have achieved and you know having god by my side it is um, uh, very important for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Sophia. Amen. So let's dive right into it, right? We're going to definitely touch on some of these points. Let's talk about this fantastic album first. Let's 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 start there, okay? What inspired this album? Because I was able to listen to some of the songs as well, and oh my word, wow. What inspired this project? Uh, what really essentially inspired me was um, I, I was going through, I, was, I would say I was put in strategically placed in a very challenging place in my life where after 17, 18 years of working really hard with a former spouse, I was essentially abandoned uh, in Chicago um, with very few cents and dollars to my name. I did not have a checking account, no saving account, no credit card, no retirement account. I was just left like ignorant person would leave a, an animal on the street. You know, when the animal is old, you just people just abandon them. And um, I was surviving every day was survival of the fittest, and uh, I was very blessed and lucky that people from all across the world that I had worked with, I had known as friends, came to my aid, especially the people of America. And that is what I love, the spirit of the American people. No, Don't leave no man behind, they say. And um, so I started writing down, mostly in the evening, sitting on my bathroom floor in Bucktown, a beautiful home that I had built uh, with my dog, Mr. Santos, and I wrote Bulletproof. I, every situation that I was going through, 
I turned it into lyrics and melody. So the first song on the album is Ghetto Arms. Ghetto Arms, I dedicated that song to every parent that has lost a child to ghetto violence. And I have seen many ghettos in my life. And I wrote that song as a 17-year-old teenager volunteering in South Africa. Um, Room 3010 depicts uh, how I was treated at a Chicago courtroom, and I wanted the whole world to feel my pain and to feel the suffering that I had to endure inside Room 3010. Sarah, Sarah is my girlfriend from Brazil that I would talk to and cry and I pen down room 3010, and I must warn the listeners that the lyrics are gut-wrenching and rather painful. It's not for the faint-hearted, the album Bulletproof. Um, Stronger Than Before speaks of another time in my life where I am now surrounded by some of the most uh, strong, uh, intelligent, smart individuals women in the industry, in the film industry, in, um, you know, Ronell Golden has been a tremendous source of uh, inspiration and strength to me. Um, the song Why is um, essentially questioning the person who took everything from me and abandoned me and my four pets with no, not an ounce of human emotion and I just didn't know why. So that song is why, you know, in the album, I wrote all of those songs. Unplugged is another song. And I worked with some tremendously talented, world-renowned uh, musicians, uh, Tough Gong Recording Studio, musicians such as Dean Fraser, Hector Lewis, Kirk Benet, Shane Brown was our studio engineer, Roland McDermott, um, engineer, um, O'Keel McIntyre, one of the most upcoming, um, trumpeteers, uh, in the world. And, um, Michael Fletcher, terrific bass guitarist, Lamont Savary, who played the uh, Spanish guitar in the track Unplugged. Unplugged is, uh, you know, when you unplug the wire on the wall, uh, essentially, that is what I had done. I had unplugged my life source to a person who was uh, brutally abusive. Wow. Wow. And, and it's it's amazing because I'm listening to you talk. I've, I've heard the story before. Uh, I'm listening to you talk and listen to your songs. I I hear the story in your voice as you speak. Um, and I hear the emotion behind it as well. Could you tell the Fink fam, the viewers that are watching, a little bit about your story? Um, you kind of hit us some things here or there as you were talking about the album, but could you go a little bit deeper into the story just for under for understanding? Um, um, to the speakers and the viewers who are listening, uh, there is also an autobiography that I have written. It's available on Amazon, and I go into detail as to what really transpired inside room 3010, a courtroom where I was a petitioner before a judge. And uh, during the height of COVID, 
people were dying, people were committing suicide, people were, were losing their jobs, and uh, a significant amount of money, marital funds around 10 million US dollars, had left America and been sent to China during court proceedings in 3010. And without any evidentiary hearing, uh, the person presiding in room 3010 ordered me to collect my belongings, whatever I could, my four pets, and she specifically ordered me, Miss Diaz, I'm ordering you to move into a one-bedroom hotel without any evidentiary hearing, no asking for the unaccountable money. And my attorney then, and God bless him, said, Judge, my client has nowhere to go. The hotels are shut all in the all across the world, and nobody wanted to rent me a room with four pets. And those were the nefarious activities that transpired inside room 3010. And Michael, I believe it is not an act of retribution or revenge, but I believe that the American justice system has been tarnished and i respect the american judicial system i respect the american democracy system but room 3010 out of greed or whatever the intentions were has tarnished the american judicial system and what happened to me should never happen to another human being it shouldn't. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. But the world we live in today, that's kind of easier said than done um, at times. Um, but I definitely agree with where, where you're coming from and what you're saying, because no one should go through that. To say that we're the, the land of the free, the home of the brave, <laughs> um, we should have something in place to protect all persons. But I feel that in so many ways we're striving to get there, but we still have a long way to go. We still have a long way to go. The exciting part. That's why we tell our stories. Absolutely. And and in listening to your stories as well, you know, again, we were such in a dark place at times when we go through different things. Sophia, why didn't you give up? Hansen, actor, producer, and director, and you are watching The Michael Finkley Show. On the next Michael Finkley, professional dancer and author Abraham Sano was with us. He talked about his time in dance and how he gives back and his book, The Inner Life. Next Finkley is finally here. My brand new single, Biggest Dream Come True, now available on all streaming platforms. Hello everybody, it's Finkley from the Finkley Experience. We're an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. So we assist students with their college and career endeavors. We train school administrators on the state of first-generation students. And also, we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first-generation population for easy transition from high school to college. 
So if you're looking for a presenter or speaker that presents on these topics and so much more, visit our website at thethinklyexperience.com and learn about all that we do. We're looking forward to working with you. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome to Father to Father. The mission of Father to Father Charleston, South Carolina is to help fathers in the low country area of South Carolina to be a positive and consistent presence in their children's lives. Father to Father provides community-based programs and support groups for fathers free of charge. They also help fathers connect to other resources they need so they can meet their responsibilities and secure their parental rights. Father to Father offers job coaching and employment connections that benefit fathers. Father to Father is a resource for local organizations that want to provide family support and father services. If this program is a fit for you, visit our location in North Charleston, South Carolina and meet our friendly staff here to help and assist. Or visit our website at fatherstofatherinc.org. Uh, it's amazing that you tell your story and I still, I still see that you're smiling. You're smiling as well. Um, There's no other way to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that, because sometimes when we go through different things in life, we think that we're by ourselves, right? And we think that we're the only ones going through it. But when persons like yourself tell you their testimonies, right, someone else can say, if she did it, I can do it too. Absolutely. I can win. I can win. I can go on. I can, t- I, can, I can continue to live. So thank you for being that example. And we fast forward till present day. And you're working on another project from your experiences as well. Please tell us about it. I think this time we get to see it, right? Absolutely, yes. Um, So after the autobiography was released, I did get a really good response, especially people, you know, who needed help and inspiration, people who were struggling. They had, good Lord, bigger struggles than I can ever imagine. And... um, Sitting down um, one evening, I spoke with Shari Flatty, and uh, I said, "Shari, I, 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 I need help. I need somebody to help me write uh, tr- uh, the book into a movie script, into a screenplay." And Shari introduced me to a terrific award-winning scriptwriter, Ronell Golden, and the rest is history. And Ronell has written a terrific script. In fact, uh, you should be at a soiree on May the 6th at the Cunio Mansion in Chicago. Ronell is going to enact the first scene of the movie. And um, where I survive a shotgun, which was aimed at my head. It was a miracle, uh, Michael, that I survived. And I'm talking to you here. Uh, so we've, we're working with some tremendously important professional people within the um, movie industry. And we are all congregating in Chicago on May the 6th. And um, we're going to give life to Bulletproof, the movie. Another dream coming true. Another dream coming true. And and as we're talking, I'm thinking about the people, once this project's done, and people are watching this. You know how many lives you're going to save? How many persons are going to wake up 
from this as well. I feel that's the exciting part. That's why we tell our stories. Absolutely. And and then listening to your stories as well, you know, again, we were such at a dark place at times when we go through different things. Sophia, why didn't you give up? Uh, because uh, that was not an option. Uh, giving up was not an option. I have, I had achieved, uh, and I'm sharing this, uh, not bragging, but I had achieved tremendous amounts of uh, success in my life before the former spouse came and I worked for him. And um, giving up is not in the Bible. And I live my life day to day as the Bible would have me. I was also responsible for four beautiful, innocent souls, three cats that I adopted from Paws and the Anti-Cruelty Society. And they've been with me for 15 and 16 years. You know, I'm essentially their parent. So, and a dog, um, my dog, Mr. Santos, who's been with me now for nine years, who was there then that night when I survived the bullet. Uh, he's just passed on last week. May God bless his soul. So giving up, really, Michael, was not an option. So sorry for your loss. Sophia, I definitely am. He lives in my heart. That's the best part. <laughs> That's the best part. Close to mommy. I love it. I love that. Oh, wow. I, I love your answer. I'm not giving up. It's not in the Bible. You know, we're going to continue to go forth. We're, we're, tending, we're going to continue to walk forth. In our experiences, at times, we don't know that it's a learning experience because we're going through it. Sophia, what have you learned about yourself? Um, the resilience, uh, the determination, and um, uh, the tremendous, um, the tremendous uh, courage that God has blessed me with, and um, the uh, the incredible friendships that I've had over the years, and um, you know, having friends and maintaining friendships in business and personal life, it takes a lot of uh, time. And I was very lucky then when Mr. Santos was ill, um, a dear friend of mine from London actually jumped on a plane and spent a week with me, helping me to care for my pup, helping, taking care of me. And um, I believe in respecting and keeping friendships, maintaining friendships for life. Definitely. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my word. I love this. I love this. And I hope that we stay in contact as well. We're going to be friends forever. For you're, you're going to come to the movie premiere with Ronell and I, and you'll meet the rest of the team. I would love to. Sign me up. In fact, your next show, you should be doing it, filming it at the Cuneo Mansion. Look it up in Chicago. Oh, I am there. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I would definitely love that. So I know that you're in the beginning stages of the process, especially for this film. Uh, where do you see it in the future? Do you have a dead? You have deadlines for it, or when do you want this project to come to part, as in for viewership? I would essentially like for the movie to come to life and be distributed globally, uh, especially in the markets. You know, growing up, I grew up in China. Europe, India, and I 
hope that the movie will be distributed globally. Um, I've also been working on a back-end products for the Bulletproof trilogy. I've created, um, and I'm going to send you some, I've created the Bulletproof popcorn, you know, with my own recipe. I'm in the work with, uh, works in creating the Bulletproof champagne and red wines and white wines, which should be hopefully, you know, be distributed at movie theaters, um, wherever, and the Bulletproof lingerie and perfume, which uh, I actually had the opportunity to work with some very tremendously talented perfume makers in Grasse. It's a little um, city outside of uh, Paris, a two-hour drive. I'll be sending you a sample. Oh, I would love it. I would love it, Sophia. I would love it. Oh, my word. Again, I have to just reiterate this over and over. You do so much, but you do it with love. It's because you care and you want to pay forward within the message. You're paying it forward. You're paying Absolutely. it forward. What is Sophia's next biggest dream? Um, Actually, you'll be very surprised, but I woke up this morning inspired to write Bulletproof 2, the album. <laughs> And Ronell is our line producer and our project manager, and she knows the ins and outs of this industry. And with Bulletproof, the first album, my very first album, I did uh, almost everything on my own. The liaison, the 100% on my own, um, of course, with the, with the help of a terrific team. But this time it's going to be even better having Ronell by my side. Love it. It's good to have a great a great team, a great persons on your team. Absolutely. When you want to fulfill something bigger and greater. You know, it's, it's great when people get you, right? They yes. get the vision. Right. So exciting. I'm excited with you. Let's go ahead. Let's get it done. You're getting it done. I am so excited for you. One more time, could you tell the Fink fam how to, number one, we want to hear that album. We want to get the book. Also, how can we purchase these things? Um, the album is on almost in 22 countries. We are on every digital platform, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Deezer Music, Pandora. And the autobiography is called, I called it Blondie Prove. It's a French term, which translated into English means bulletproof. It's, you know, Blondie Proof by Sophia Diaz on Amazon. And um, that is it. Love it. And how can we follow you on social media? Um, Diaz Design Fashion One on Twitter, Sophia Diaz um, uh, on Instagram and TikTok. I believe I'm known as Sophia Diaz. I love it. And also, too, next time we see each other, it's going to be in person. It's definitely going to be a person. I'm excited about that. Okay. And then please keep in contact. I definitely have to come will. back. Because we're definitely. Talk. Yeah, we got to talk. Thank you so much for being with us, Sophia. Keep shining. Keep smiling because you're making a difference. Michael, thank you very much for having me. This has been extraordinary. You're so welcome. So welcome. Hey.
I'm Angel Taylor, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Hey, this is Nelson Estevez, a.k.a. Alonzo from Tyler Perry's The Oval. If you're not watching the Michael Finkley Show, On the next Michael Finkley, professional dancer and author Abraham Sano was with us. He talks about his time in dance and how he gives back and his book, The Inner Life. Next Finkley.